0: Welcome to Crossroads Church's Sermon of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. It is songs like that that just spell it out so clearly for me. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm a lover of trees and mountains, and I just, I, I just love nature. And as much as I love it, I'm not in nature all the time. I, I like my AC, but I love nature. Um. God is a good God. Today we're gonna be out of the book of Acts 20, so I'm gonna give you time. Acts 20, verse 22. And, And you received not a regular bulletin, you just received a blank piece of paper with our logo and our website. So your job today is to write as much as you want. Just take notes. Living a life of impact. So I'm going to start with a question. Who has made an impact in your life? Who has made an impact in your life? I can think of several people who have made an impact. And I'm talking about people outside of my family also. Just people who have made a great impact. Who I can think of right now, and I know that the Lord put those people in my path for a reason and for a purpose people who were faithful to the call. We're going to be reading from Acts 20, and it is a passage where Paul is talking to the believers, believers that he had poured his life into, like he had really taught them, he cared, he loved them, and so he's telling them a few instructions, very specific instructions, very down to, 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 to the exact point so let's read together, Acts 20, 22. And now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that I have been faithful. If anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault. For I don't shrink from declaring that all that God wants you to know. So guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. I know that false teachers, like vicious wolves, will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following. Watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you night and day, and and my many tears for you. And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I have never covered anyone's silver or gold or anyone or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus, it is more blessed than to receive. Amen. Amen. It is more blessed to re- it is more blessed to give than to receive. Sorry, to give than to receive, and I, I get caught in this passage because Paul is talking to people, to believers that he had cared and he has loved for three years. He has poured his teaching, the teachings of the Lord, on them, and he's telling them, "This is my time to leave, but I want you to be careful to watch out because as soon as I leave." There will be people that will come among you, even people who are in the midst of your group, and will what? Basically create drama. Okay? Just create problems. Los dramaticos, right? They're going to come from where you don't expect it. They'll come from the inside of your group and outside of the group, and they're going to create problems. But I have taught you all of the teachings, so you should be okay. So my, he's telling them, watch and care for the church. And I bet this was very difficult for Paul, but he knew very clearly that he had a call and he had a purpose, and he had to follow it. God had a different mission for him. And he knew that it was the right time for him to depart. Living a life of impact. He knew, I mean, I like how he says, I declare today That I've been faithful. I've been good. I've served God with everything. You know, I think about a life of impact. And impact doesn't happen by just one moment. Just because I was good to you, then, okay, I I lived a life of impact. No. The life of impact that he's talking about is a consistent life. That is day after day. He says, night and day, I cared for you. So he's telling his people, the believers, take care of the church, take care of their needs, care for them, love them during the pandemic. And you, I will hear, you know, so and so is in quarantine, so and so got in contact with somebody else. One of the, the, the my favorite things is going and giving them something like na sopa, something that would just show some love. Sometimes it wasn't, and I try not to make any soup but I will buy soup or I will buy something, but just caring for somebody. Doesn't it feel good when somebody cares for you? When you're sick, you're typically craving just esa sopa de tu mamá or de tu papá or de somebody, something that just makes you feel good, right? Well, the church, the people of God is also meant to do that, to care for one another, I talked to my friend during the pandemic, one of my friends, and she says, you know, this is, these are the days where I miss having a church. And I was like, okay, and your point? Yeah, because I think like the evangelical church is always helping one another. And I smiled. I said, girl, we can take care of you, <laughs> right? And uh, she laughed. She said, okay. But that's, that's the beauty of the church. Now, I say it, and there are people even within the church that do not care For other people. But Paul is being specific here with the believers. I've taught you. I've shown you. I've cared for you. I've loved you. Do the same after I leave. But I know that when I leave, there will be people coming to destroy the work. There's always somebody trying to discourage you. If you think about some of the dreams and ideas that the Lord has given you or thoughts that you're like, maybe I can do this. And there comes somebody and then... Man, messes it up, right? Haven't you had those moments when you're like, I'm not going to share with anybody. When it's done, it's done, and I'm going to open up my mouth. Um, I've had moments like that. I've had moments where we've said we're going to go, when we were going to come and plant this church, we were in Alabama, my friends were like, Uy. <laughs> who will have those kind of ideas? Today, there are people who say, I am going to leave this job because God is calling me to do this, right? And there's people discouraging that kind of movement. Take it. God gives wisdom on how to do things. But when God places a call in your life, your job is to be obedient with that call. A farmer, when he's getting ready to, to start, and I'm not a, I'm not a good farmer uh, I don't have a good vocabulary on what they do, but I just know they raise things. And so there is a time. The spring has a purpose. Summer has a purpose. Fall has a purpose. There is a purpose for everything. You can't just put the seed down and then like, okay, let's wait for it to come up. No. There's different jobs that you got to do in the process. So our job is not just to love one time. It's to care constantly constantly care for that person or that one thing you have a child and it's difficult to have a child i mean it's one of the most challenging it's it's the most difficult pain right but then you don't just have your baby and say okay ya está listo let's see you know he's going to be a good or good girl good boy just because he's my son no It takes time, it takes feeding, it takes discipline, it takes correction, it takes walking with them and showing them. It is also letting them go for a second and watch from a side, right? It is going to them and say, maybe that was not the right word, that's not how we speak, that's not what God wants you to do. It's correction after correction and modeling in the process, and then, right, there's a good individual a good citizen that you have raised, a good servant of God. It takes a process. A musician doesn't become a musician. I I keep watching them just by saying, I'm going to play the piano. No, hombre. It It takes a process. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes somebody showing you. That's what we're here for, as believers, to pour our life onto others. Not only the believers, but also people outside, one of the things I'm so passionate about is that when we think about this church, and you realize we're not a mega church, but men, our budget and our actions show the care that we give to this community. And not only the surrounding community, but the city of San Antonio. We want this church to be known, not so much that we gather on Sundays or Wednesday or whenever that is, but that we love those around us. That what we are getting, we're pouring into people's lives. That when we see somebody hurting because they don't have food, we give food. That when a parent, a single parent is hurting, we provide parenting classes or we provide tools. That when we see children, we find ways to serve them and teach them new things. That's why I'm passionate about the things we do here. Even though people say, but we're not humongous. But guess what? Our actions show our love and care and our obedience to God's call. And take it, we're meant to continue to grow. And grow and grow. But also multiply and multiply. Who has made an impact in your life? I think about people who have been so disciplined to call me and invite me to Bible studies. I remember in college people after me. My goodness. I'm like, these people don't give up. Right? I mean, I'm already going to five Bible studies. Otro. And it was an invitation after an invitation. But it was every action that they would do that just made me fall in love with the people of God, that made me fall in love with the work of God that made me just say, you know what, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to make an impact on somebody else's life. I want to live my life as a life of impact and not just a moment of impact. Paul is telling them, you're starting to now be without me. I want you to remain doing the work that God has commanded to you. Serving God is not easy, but we are called to make disciples. We are called to multiply. We're called to keep pouring from us to others. That when you are at work, you're not only that worker that does your job, But you pour into that newbie that just joined the company and you're like, oh, let me show you how we do that report. Oh, let me show you what works for me when I'm doing that kind of uh, whatever assignment. Let me tell you a little bit about the history of this. Let me learn from you as well what you're bringing into the company. That if I'm a student and I'm at school, I'm not only worried about my work, but I'm trying to also bring others into doing great work. That if I'm a neighbor, I'm not just a selfish neighbor, right, who goes and picks up the container from the recycle, but if I see my neighbors, I'm going to help him out or help her out and bring it in. That you are that kind of person that is constantly looking to make an impact on somebody else's life. I think about amazing people in my life who have just put, you know, like a seal, like, boom. I I have their initials on me. Right, They have come and they have been faithful to God's call. Paul is telling the believers, don't stop just because I leave. Now is when you're going to get into the action. Use the teachings that I have given you. I was talking to another friend and she was telling me, you know, well, it's time to go to church. I said, what, October? Like, what? He said, yeah, because December is coming. I started laughing. I said, you're so crazy. I don't know where I get these friends from, but I'm like, our job is not to just attend and not only here, talking about even being a believer wherever we are. And our occasions is all year round. All year round. Our call is for constant work, living a life of impact, and not allowing those who have given us negative impact to stop us from doing the work of God. Take it, we get hurt in the church. I mean, great people have hurt me. Amazing people. And if I were to make all my life decisions based on those moments, I would be, I don't know where, somewhere else, somewhere very far. But my job is not to listen to those voices, but to listen to the voice of God. God. Because he has a call and a purpose. Paul knew exactly. I've been here three years, and it is my time to depart and leave because he has a mission for me. But I'm going to leave you with the best teachings. I have been faithful here, but I'm going to go. And he went on. He went on to continue to follow God. God has a call for your life, and you have clicked the pause button just because it's so difficult to think about that call, just because it's so difficult to think about how to complete it, just because it's so difficult to even present it to others, your job is to go back and just click again and just click play and move along with that call that he has for you. Life has not ended. You and I are here for a great call, and it is to make disciples, to multiply believers to go and tell others, young and old, about Jesus Christ. To tell him about, uh, to tell them about the love of God, and not stop, even if a pandemic came by. Pandemic is still going on. I don't know how long it's gonna be here, but it's it's not leaving yet. And you know, one of the hardest things that I see even in the Church of God is people being stuck because of pandemic. Have we gone through valleys before? Haven't we gone through difficult times? Haven't we gone through hard times? But God doesn't say, I'm not going to let those troubles go your way. What he promises is that he is with you through valleys and trouble. When there's splits in families, that he's faithful to restore your family, but he's with you. That at work, he is faithful with you that through every circumstance, God is there because you follow him and because you love him. Our job is not just to accept Christ. And you probably have one of those moments where you're like, I'm a sinner and I confess and I accept you, Lord Jesus, into my life as my savior, as my God. But your job did not end there. It just got started there. Your job is to continue and tell others about Jesus, but make disciples, multiply. That's why I'm so passionate about this subject, because it took different kind of people to reach me. When I think about those people who started inviting me to hear the word of God, we had nothing in common, nothing whatsoever. We could barely speak. I mean, in the beginning it was somebody from my country, but then later it was people from like who knows where, every side, but people who were faithful to the call. There are people around you today who can be impacted by you, who you could make a difference. Who has made a difference in your life, and who do you want to make a difference to? Being a giver and not just a receiver. That's why, when we launched Acts of Hope, that was exactly the passage that we focused on: that it's better to give than to receive because it feels good, it just feels right. When we go to someone else, and not just with a, with, with a snack bag or just with a product, but when we go and we lift up that person. Now, that person came discouraged here, but when they left, they left with hope. And they left with a purpose. That is our job as Christians. And Paul's being specific with the church here and saying, watch out. Because people will come, moments will arise, but your job is to continue to serve God. Don't let those people in those moments take you away from the great call that he has. Have you clicked pause for a second? Have you said, I need to take a break? I need a break. I don't know how a break works with God because you don't want God to take a break, right? Nobody here wants God to take a break, right? In fact, we're constantly calling like, Señor, aquí estoy, I'm here. No te olvides. I'm right here. We don't want God to click pause. But we, we click pause. We take breaks. We take vacations from God. But how about we just let that go, that behavior be forgotten, and say, God, today, I restart. I click play. I reset. I relaunch. And I follow you with everything that is in me because I love you because you've been faithful and because I know that you have a great plan. I'm going to ask if the worship team can come forward and I want to tell you this, God is a way maker. If you feel a moment stuck and not knowing what to do, he's the one that breaks down walls in front of you. He's the one that moves mountains away from you. He's the one that removes situations and jobs and places from you. He's the one that has a call for your life. He's the one that can do all things. But are you ready to just follow him? Living a life of impact. I remember one time this is talking about a long time ago, I was broke. And I went to Walmart and I had like $10 and I had to buy probably like $50 worth of things. And I said, a lot of women have done this. I mean, I hear about people being creative with recipes. I knew nothing about how to make creative recipes then. But I'm like, I hear my friend saying beans. And I hear so-and-so saying this. Lord, help me with this $10. And I remember going to the store and being broken and saying, I thought I would never get to this point. But here I am, and I know many of you have gone through that, where $10 was a lot, right? Well, I thought $10 was, you know, con el pan que yo, the one I like, you know, there goes my $10, right? And so I went to the store, and I started putting things in a adding up, right, putting, and I could never, I still can never figure out taxes, right, and I'm like putting things and putting things, I'm like, I want to save $2 out of the 10 just for taxes, and I would go and go and go and go, and I got to the cash register, and have you ever watched the screen at Walmart, and as they're putting, you're so embarrassed, you don't know how to do that, well, I've done that a lot of times, and I've gone, I'm like, ja, ja, parale. Right there. And then I look to see, okay, maybe I can switch something. And 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 I told her, just leave it right there. I'm ready to pay. That's it. I mean, we're gonna eat pan y queso. (laughs) Okay? Just bread and cheese. And I'm gonna make grilled cheese and I'm gonna make cold sandwich. And it's just gonna be okay. And I remember getting to the door, and the lady asked me for the receipt. And when I gave the lady a receipt, because I always get asked for the receipt at Walmart. And so I gave the receipt, and he said $29, the receipt. And I look, I'm like, yaba, yaba, I'm giving you an old one. And it was $29. So I turned and looked at the lady, and then I looked at my bags, and I had way more than what I thought. And this old man coming, to me, he looked like 150 dollars I am not kidding, but he came, and he says, I've been there. And he just killed me. He broke me. I didn't have words to say, gracias. All I knew is that God sent that man. I remember getting home and telling Bob, look, the $10. He said, you didn't have money? I said, I had $10, (laughs) right? (laughs) Of course, we argue about that. And so he says, you know, Arlene, that's when we know that we serve a God that breaks down walls, opens new ways, and just multiplies the little bit that you have. God is a great God. He is the God that provides at all times. Even when you are sick, he provides the right people to surround you. When you feel so confused and you're like, I don't know what to do. God comes and makes a way. He provides a way for you and me. But he's calling you to be a person that makes an impact. A person that doesn't click pause, but clicks play and says, God, I'm here and I am obedient to the call that you have for me. Whatever role that is, God, aquí estoy. Here I am. Amen to the call. Because he's a good God. He didn't promise to take us away from trouble, but that he will be with us through everything. Would you say amen today to that call? To live a life of impact. I don't want to just impact Kevin and Christian. And man, I give my life for those boys. I mean, Bobby's there in Oklahoma right now. And I gave him a list of things to check. That's a good mama, good FBI mama. And, but my life is not them too. God has a purpose for you and me. I think about teachers. I think about people who work at a bank. I think about people who work in insurance companies. I about think about people who sell homes. I think about people who clean houses. I think about people who do all kinds of trades. God has a call where you are at. And it is to make an impact in those around you. Would you say amen today to the Lord? For more information about this podcast and other ministries, Visit CrossroadsTX.Church